0: Hey, I hear you're sitting on the fence about becoming a snowbird. Or you're pondering or starting to entertain the thought of becoming a snowbird. You're intrigued. You're curious. Parts of you say, no, it's never going to happen. How could I possibly do that? The logistics get in the way. Money, yada, yada. But there's a little piece of you that's inspired when you hear the word snowbird. I get it all the time whenever I bring up the fact that I consider myself a snowbird. I've been doing this lifestyle for 20 plus years, and it is by far one of the top 10 best decisions I made for my longevity, my wellness, and happiness. Now, if that's not enough reason to listen to nine and a half more minutes of why you wanna consider being a snowbird without selling, I'm not selling you anything, not selling you a pitch, there's nothing to buy, And I get no benefit whatsoever other than the reason why I love to tell people about this little secret that's not so secret because anybody can do it is because I see the benefit on the other end. When people do come and they take the risk and take the chance and visit me wherever that may be. I I always insist it's a beach so wherever people contact me and say hey I read your book or I listened to your podcast and I finally took the 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 leap of faith and I've only come for a month I'm trying it out just to see and that's one of my first pieces of advice find a place that you want you think you might want to go for say the winter or three months or even six months because that's technically what we do in Canada is when we do leave we leave for six months and, or four, five, six, something like that, um, just to escape the winter. As beautiful as it is here in Canada, it's rigid. It's really, really cold. And some of the upper states, um, I have a lot of friends uh, that come from Ohio and New Hampshire and all these different places up up in the upper states, it gets downright cold and blistery in January, February. And those are two months that wouldn't it be awesome if you could just take off? And we all do this. We all go on vacation, right? We spend an inordinate amount of money getting on a plane and going and sitting on a beach in Mexico or any number of places in the tropics just to have that 7 to 10 day amazing time. And we do. But do you remember how you feel when you realize that you're on that 7 or 10 day vacation and you realize you have to come home? You know how slowly you pack your bag and then you think about, oh, i got to go in the airport and then i got to dress really lots of layers for when I get off the airport. I used to dread that. And I, that's what got me to this lifestyle is I went for, um, for a business trip for seven days, got to the destination, I think it was in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, And as an entrepreneur, I was asking myself, okay, when I was planning on coming back, I said, you know, I really don't have any appointments next week that I really absolutely have to go to. I could postpone them all. And the airline stewardess said something to me on the plane when I was coming down. She asked me how long I was there for. And I said seven days. And she said, well, you should stay for, you know, for longer. It's only twenty five dollars to change the flight on the way back. I did not know that. Did you know that? That you can simply call the airline, change your flight. I mean, they're all different and I can't quote $25, but that's what she told me and that's what it cost at the time. So that that little piece of information that she gave me on the way down sat in my brain somewhere and right at the right moment when I was dreading coming home at the sixth day of having to pack, her voice came in my head and it was like $25. I wonder if that's true. And I called and they said, yes, sure. When do you want to? rebook it to and it was that easy and I got to stay another seven days and that just extended more and more and more to the point where it's you know a couple months so that's my first thing is find a place you think you might want to go for a while and just go try it on just like you would buy a t-shirt right go to a store look at a t-shirt yeah I'll try it on for size try it on for size and when you're at the destination instead of just vacation like totally vacation don't get me wrong Look at it through different eyes. Look at it. What if I were to stay here longer? What would that look like? Um, ask different questions. Uh, go to the local farmers market on a Saturday, which you're t- typically going to see more local people than than tourists. Instead of hanging out with all the tourists, go to the places that the locals go to. The library is one of the best places to go. The tourist center. Go in and ask questions. They're always they always love new people to come in and ask questions. So that's what I did is I had a note paper, a pad of paper and I started taking notes and I went into the tourism center and I said, so what's it like to live here? And they said, and I remember the lady said, what's it like to live in paradise? Are you kidding? And she she went on for like an hour. So bring a coffee or bring a drink. If you're going to go to do this strategy, because they will, the tourism people are amazing. They get paid. To motivate you to want to stay, move, live, spend money in their country—that's what they get paid to do. And not many people do this. It's interesting. And I, each time I went to the tourist office after that, I, I always was shocked. No one was there. Like I thought the place would be crawling with tourists and visitors and people, but it wasn't. Every time I stopped in, I was always the only one. If you're driving. You can stop at the different places you know the tourism center instead of stopping and just getting gas stop when it says welcome to florida there's a tourist center we give away free oranges and they do that because they want you to stop in and collect all of the things that they're going to give you which are coupon booklets and sponsored ads and things like that but really that's fine get your free orange but ask the questions what's it like to live here what are the um what's the average age of population here What is the crime rate like? Um, What is the most popular thing for people to do? Ask these questions as if you were planning on moving there. You don't have to get into all the logistics as to just visiting for a few months, but when you change your, excuse me, change your mindset from just visiting to possibly living there or spending more time there or being a uh, long-term visitor or short-term slash long-term visitor, you're looking through different eyes. You're asking different questions. It's all, it's like comparing apples and oranges to both fruits, but two different uh, species altogether or whatever. They're very different and they look different. They taste different. They're just different. And that's the difference between visiting a location with the mindset of I'm leaving in seven to 10 days versus I might possibly be here for a month or two. Uh, it's the difference of, um, Of what, how you perceive the area, how you perceive you'll spend your time. And once you do that and you make that shift, you can start to put into action and momentum a plan of doing exactly what we're talking about living a snowbird lifestyle. And when I say snowbird, I just say that because those are, that's the term I resonate with. And that's the term that my, community um that you know we escape the snow so they call us snowbirds but maybe your thing is to you know travel the world or or you know you want you, you want to call yourself self something else i have a friend she calls herself the the uh, flip-flop ceo and her whole thing is to make money with her laptop wearing flip-flops and i think that's you know amazing because you can go virtually anywhere Anywhere, all over the world, and location is not her thing. It's business, but you can brand yourself whatever it is you want. So, getting back to travel, you can call yourself the knapsack, whatever. Meaning you're going to throw a knapsack and go trekking through the you know the mountains um, alone or with a group. You're going to become a tour guide. You can make up what it what it is that you want to create for your name tag for your lifestyle. And, you know, I call myself the 40-year-old snowbird. That's the book that I wrote. And it was just because at the time, that's what I did, is I went to Florida for an extended period of time, and I wrote a book. And I know I wouldn't have done that had I not become a snowbird. I would have not been in the right mindset. I would have not been had the, the nothing but time on my hands to do it. And that's the other thing, is what, this is the second piece of advice, if you're pursuing this dream, what will you do with the majority of your time? Cause you're going to have a lot of time on your hands once you get there. And there's only so much vacationing that you can do before you go, okay, what do I want to do with my time? What's your passion? What do you want to do? Writing for me was, is a form of self-expression. So that's where I would start if I were, you know, starting again, what do you like to do to express yourself? My jewelry, uh, what do you like to do? Do you like to read? Do you like to take pictures? Start there. Start with the hobby that you like maybe now to do and explore that. Take some courses. Um, take it on a new direction. If you're a photographer shooting just, say, animals, maybe expand into landscapes or expand into whatever. So you can take the hobby that you do have now and expand it. Maybe if you make jewelry and necklaces, maybe you'll start making bracelets or maybe you'll You'll do, you know, you only work with silver, maybe you'll work with gold and, you know, so you can uh, expand the current hobby that you have or upskill. You know, if you're at a certain skill level, maybe intermediate, maybe you want to move to the next level, next level, next level, and finally get to the top level, which is what I do, which is teach. I love to teach. I love to train, love to teach others, inspire others to do more, whatever more is. Whatever the next step is, that's my genius that I, you know, someone asked me, what's my genius? I'm like, what does that mean? What are you good at? Well, I think I'm very good at inspiring people. And by that, I mean, I hope to give you one idea, one little spark of something I said that's going to sit in your brain. Remember I said that lady on the plane said you can change your flight for $25. It was new information. I didn't know what I didn't know. And when she said it, it planted in my brain. I remember thinking, yeah, whatever. Like, that doesn't really matter to me right now because I'm going. But it sure kicked in and mattered when I on that sixth day when I was having to pack up my bag. It came in. So that is information that I, it was in my brain. It got in there. I didn't use it at the time, but it kicked in. And that's what inspiration is. It doesn't maybe hit you right at at the beginning or right away when you hear it. Somewhere down the road it may kick in. And I remember, I'll finalize, I'll wrap up with this last thing. I met a man on a beach one time. And I said, you know, I thought he was a stranger. I said, Oh, hello, how are you? And he said, you, you don't remember me? I said, No, I'm sorry, I don't. He said, I was in one of your classes where you were talking about being a snowbird. And I said, Oh, cool. Nice. So you're here on the beach. Good for you. you. You made it. And he says, Yes, not only that, and he pulls out his wallet. And like, I'm thinking, why is he pulling his wallet out? Like, I'm not <laughs> like I don't know why. and he goes to where the cash part is in a wallet. and I was about to say like, what are you doing? I'm like, why why are you paying me? you know um, it was funny and uh, and he pulls out a business card out of the cash part. That's the most important part of your wallet, right is where the cash is. And so he pulls out a one business card that was stuck in there with the money and it was mine. And he had held on to that for seven years. And I looked at it like in disbelief. I'm like, where did you get my business? He said, I told you, You, I took I took your class in some city and you handed out your business card to everybody. And I've been carrying it for seven years. As a reminder, when I get cash, where would I rather be spending this cash? That was his way of promoting prompting himself to get to the lifestyle that he wanted. He always preferred to be on the beach. He finally got there, took him seven years, but he had a little token that reminded him. So that's the last thing I'll suggest to you is find a token. When you go visit this place in Costa Rica, wherever you're going, get a coin, just like a five cent, a one penny coin, a dollar, a paper doll or something like that. Fold it up and keep it in your wallet. that can be a great reminder to get back there and extend your visit each time you go. It will help. Absolutely. And I wish you all the best luck in the world, but really, it all comes down to your decision and your persistence. And 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 forget all the naysayers that say you can't do it or won't do it because they'll tell you all the reasons why you shouldn't do it. And that is their stuff, not yours. Keep to your mission. Keep your eye on the prize and get to the beach, baby. And when you're there, look me up and we'll go for a walk on the beach. Until then, this is Tracy with Anchor.fm. thanking my mentor, Kenny Weiss, who really convinced me that Anchor, dot fm was a great solution to go and do free podcasts to express yourself and it worked thanks kenny talk to you soon bye for now